Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. That's unbelievable. That's called stealing a game. That's exactly what that's called. That's called stealing the game for the Sacramento Kings. Good teams find a way to win. Bad teams find a way to lose. And the Rockets did everything in their power uh, to lose that game. Uh, as the Aaron Fox goes to the line with the Kings down a point for three free throws. And the Aaron Fox and the Kings somehow, some way win this game. I, I don't know how they won it. I don't know how they won this game. I really don't. I don't know how they won it. Let's get to Ryan and Sacktown. How did they win this game? This is unbelievable. Uh, really, really wacky two minutes, Grant, uh, yeah. to end the game. Let's put it that way. Um, they they got bailed out. There's no other way to yeah. put it. Um, Fox knocked down his free throw, so they won, yeah. but they got bailed out. They did get Very bailed good. out. They got, they got bailed out by a young team making stupid mistakes, and – Amazing, right? Amazing. So I don't know what else to say. That's that's that you'll take it. You'll take it. But boy, oh boy, that's that's called stealing a game. Yeah, you'll absolutely take it. But you don't got your head too high right now. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. This is the Houston Rockets that we're talking about. So, um, yeah, I mean, they close out the uh, road trip with a win. It's another one in the column, but not a good performance, even though they put up 130. How bad is that defense? Horrible. It, it's absolutely awful. Starts on the perimeter and just no rotation whatsoever. They, they've got to figure it out. Well, no, they don't have to figure it out. They just need to find a way to stop the bleeding. Wow. That's called stealing a game. Someone said that was a foul. Don't do this. I didn't say anything about the foul. Have you heard me say that wasn't a foul? What, what, are you are you making up stuff that I'm not saying? I didn't say anything about the foul. I'm saying the Kings stole this game. That's what I said. They stole this game. The Rockets did everything in their power to lose this game, and the Kings got lucky. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Uh, The Kings were like that kid that has a week to clean their bedroom, and they wait until 10 minutes before their parents come home on the last day to just throw it together, and that's what happened. And they benefited uh, from some good plays down the end of the stretch. What the hell is Eric Gordon thinking at the end of the game, even being in that position to foul Fox? Like, what are you thinking? You know, there's, you eight, can't. there's eight, there's, there's eight tenths of a second left. What what are you doing if you're Eric Gordon? Uh, you're not thinking. That's exactly it's what it is, Grant. I mean, you, you have to, that's where it gets so nuanced. You have to defend the shot, 
But, yep. you know, you also have to go off of the flow of the game, too. If they're letting yep. you play a little bit, then you know what you can do and what you can't do. But you can't take that risk, anything that's even close to a foul. I don't think Fox really – I think he had little chance of ever making that shot, even if he ha didn't have anybody on him, the way he caught the ball and in that situation. So, hey, you know what? You'll take the win if you're Sacramento. You you escape uh, with the win, uh, 130 to 128, when you were down five with a minute left. And a bad turnover, the Kings box capitalizes, makes a quick basket, and then another bad turnover with, uh, what, 1.1 second left, Malik Monk steals the ball. Uh, and then, you know, eight-tenths of a second left, the Kings inbound the ball, and Eric Gordon makes a stupid foul, you know? The way it is. Stupid foul. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you can say credit to the Kings for getting the guy the ball that they wanted to have the ball yep. with 0.8 seconds left yep. um, with no timeouts. But, yeah, uh, it's dumb foul. But Fox took care of his business, hit the free throws, and now it's back home. Is it time dog. to get Kevin? Is it time to get Kevin Herter out of the starting lineup? I mean, he was awful again. Yeah, I, I think it's time to start the conversation, and we're certainly headed down that road. He only played yep. twenty minutes tonight, Grant, and I think that's close to a season low. Yep, yep. Played twenty minutes, two of seven, one of six from floor. Uh, he's lost right now. He's lost right now. Hey, whether Eric Gordon fouled him or not, you can't even be in that position. Uh, and you know the Kings have gotten screwed all year. So if the Kings got the benefit of a call, they're due for it based on how many times they've been screwed this year, all right? So that's that's the way I look at it. If the, if the officials erred, and if that wasn't a foul on Gordon, too bad. Kings have lost a couple of games this year because of horrible calls at the end of games. So I got no problem with that. Yep, you uh, get some and you lose some tonight. You know, whether or not they benefited from one, the bottom line is they took the W and uh, they did what they needed to do, whether we liked the way they did it or not. You know, I... People are saying, gee, I'm not excited. Well, first of all, I'm not a cheerleader. That's not why I do these shows, to be a cheerleader. You know, I don't think the Kings are playing well. And I've been saying this for weeks now. So, you know, if you want a different fake personality, you should probably go watch somebody else in another postgame show. I'm not going to be fake. I'm not going to, you know, tell you things that you just want to hear. I don't think the Kings are playing right, well right now. I think they got some issues on their team. And I would be very nervous right now looking at the Kings' upcoming schedule with how poorly they're playing, all right? I'm just telling you, I would be nervous looking at the stretch drive coming up, beginning Friday night and Saturday night with Dallas, then Phoenix, then the All-Star break, and then a daunting schedule. With the Kings playing like this, I'd be damn nervous, all right? And I'm not talking about, like, falling out of the third seat. I'm talking about falling way down. So, you know, if you think that everything's all hunky-dory because you just beat the best or the worst team in the league, and you had to get a questionable call at the end of the game and two stupid turnovers by the Rockets preceding that. No, I'm sorry. You know, I understand that any win on the road is a good win, but there are exceptions. This was not a good win. Anyone that thinks this is a good win is delusional. This was not a good win tonight, all right? Plain and simple. This was just a win. And yes. don't don't mistake the neg. It's not negativity. It's just facts. They did not yes. play well. If the Kings were not your team, you would say they stole a game tonight. Correct. So we're we're excited they won. But the fact is, like Grant said, the schedule is going to be brutal. You see the Clippers mm -hmm. a couple of times. Uh, you yep. got OKC a couple of times after that first stretch that Grant mentioned. So. It, they can't rely on a call at the end of the game to beat those teams. No. So let's put it that way. Nope. So, uh, all right, you get the win, 31-23. and 23. Now you go home to take on the uh, Dallas Mavericks, who 
have uh, Kyrie Irving uh, on the floor tonight. And uh, they've got a double-digit lead in L.A. against the Clippers in the first half, 48-35 to uh, 35, uh, in that game. No Luka Doncic, by the way, in that game. But just to give you a little uh, peek, Kyrie Irving's got 10 first-half uh, points in 12 minutes on 4 of 9. All right, back to the Kings. Kevin Herter's got to play better. I think that's part of the reason why the Kings are struggling so badly. He's just not there. And I also thought the Kings dodged one. You know, when Sabonis picked up his fifth foul tonight, halfway through the third quarter, it was like, uh-oh, and it almost cost him. It almost cost him. It sure did. In fact, um, Sabonis benefited. He should have, in my opinion, fouled out. There was a play uh, where the where he lost the footing, the Rockets guy, and Sabonis's arm was fully extended, and they called a travel instead of a foul. And that was about right in that two-minute range. So the Kings definitely benefited from a call there. Um, in terms of Herter, I, I don't know, Grant, because he he seems to get going a little bit, but then it's three games where he's down, and then he gets going yeah. a little bit. And, um, you know, regardless of Herter struggling, I think as a whole we got to look at this unit and say what fixes need to be made if they don't make an improvement at the trade deadline. And um, looking at the lineups is one of them. That's tomorrow. We're going to find out tomorrow at noon. Uh, Pacific time. Hey, want to say uh, thank you to New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. The Kings escape somehow, some way. They win this game tonight, 130 to 128. Darren Fox uh, with no time makes the free throws and the Kings prevail. And now they go home to take on the Dallas Mavericks. But man, oh man, what a tight game. Minnesota's going to win at Utah. They're up 126 to 101. The Jazz obviously have waved the, have waved the white flag uh, on the season. Portland is at home. They're playing Golden State. It's 45 to 40 uh, halfway through the second quarter. But I'll tell you, the Kings are going to have to play a hell of a lot better in 48 hours to go home and beat the Dallas Mavericks with or without Luka Doncic. Yeah, I mean, answer me this, Grant. Who the hell is going to guard Kyrie Irving if you're giving up that much to Green tonight? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are you going to put on him? Uh, Davion can't play 48 minutes. No. Um, so, yeah, they're they're going to have to be ready to go. And, and, guys, I see you out here saying Monty absolutely needs to make a blockbuster deal. No, that's it doesn't. 99% probably not happening, and yeah. that's not that's not the problem. They don't you know, need to make it, a blockbuster deal. That's stupid. It, it, yeah, it, it's not a blockbuster deal. <laughs> they need to get right with what they have first and foremost. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, you take the win uh, against uh, the Rockets, who they got to be just wondering what the hell they have to do to win a game. They were in position yeah. to win this game up five with a minute left. They had two bad turnovers, then a stupid foul by Eric Gordon at the end of the game. And uh, because of that, uh, the Kings win 130 to 128. So, Hey, you'll take the win, go home, take on a Dallas team that's up 16 right now in the first half against the Clippers. And again, we don't know whether Luka is going to be on the floor for that game on Friday and Saturday. Glad that uh, you are joining us here on the post game. Sacramento is now 31 and 23. And how about this road record, Ryan? 15 and 12 on the road. That's very good. Very good. I mean, Grant, when was the last time you remember the Kings being over 500 on the road and at home? Early 2000s. Yeah, so um, really solid there. Obviously, the home record we'd like to see a little bit better, but the road's excellent. Um, can't complain about that. No, you cannot. Um, and, no. And everybody complaining about Grant's mood, calm down, 
calm down. You know what? I think you caught him on a decent night because we're going to do a little segment starting yeah. right now. Okay. We are going to start taking suggestions for rants. And whatever you guys and we decide is the best topic, you might get a rant or two. So start throwing your ideas up in the chat. What do you think All about right. that, Grant? So a, a post-game Grant's rant. All right. I got that. Hey, listen, I'm not a cheerleader. If you think that I'm a cheerleader and I'm going to come on the postgame show with my pom-poms, you got the wrong guy here. I'm on to talk about the game, and Ryan and I are discussing what we saw. Okay, we're, we're not, you know, sitting here thinking, gee, wow, everything's great because the Kings, you know, stole a game in Houston against a team with the worst record uh, in the NBA. I, I'm not doing that. You know, 130 to 128, you'll take the win. But I always look at the big picture, and the big picture is the Kings are not playing that well right now. That's the big picture. Yeah, and the sample size, we're talking about almost 10 games now, Grant, 10 games. And yeah. it, it, it to me, it's almost like a mindset. Take away the bad shooting, take away the bad defense. Um, the shooting hasn't happened all season. The defense has. They are not good enough to just coast and be on cruise control and turn yeah. it on when they want to because you saw that in the final three minutes of this game because Fox wasn't hitting those fadeaways in you know the paint. They weren't getting the looks they wanted, and you can't rely on that. It's not going to happen. You know, as far as Craig Ackerman and Ryan Hollins, the uh, Houston announcers, uh, saying they couldn't believe the foul call, they're they're homers. Of course, they're going to do that. You know, so it's okay. It's it, I don't that doesn't bother me. And again, I have no problem with that foul call. I really don't, especially considering that the Kings have been screwed pretty much the whole year at end of game situations. They were due to get one in their favor. So I don't have a problem with that at all. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I don't have a problem with it, but I'm not a fan of saying, hey, we got screwed two other times in the season. So if it was a bad call there to make up, no, you know, but it it was marginal and it is what it is. The ref's call is final. And that's why the NBA needs to address the rules in the offseason about challenges and how they move forward, especially in the last two minutes, whether it benefits the Kings or not. Somebody wants me to rant about the Kings only winning against bad teams. I wouldn't say they only have mm. won against bad teams, but they have been. I'm trying to think their last signature win they had. I, I don't know. Would you say, and I hate to say this because they're a non-playoff team right now, but the way yeah. Oklahoma City was playing, who had won four in a row in seven of 10 or eight of 10, that was a pretty nice win based on how Oklahoma City was playing. I can't remember the last quote-unquote signature win. I, I really don't. Oklahoma City was the first one that came to mind as soon yeah. as you said that. Um, uh-huh. uh, maybe going back to Denver, even though um, the Joker and uh, their point guard was out as well. Yep. So uh, that's that's kind of sad, right, Grant? Especially yep. for the three seed in the West. Yeah. All right, so we're getting a lot of comments. They like the chat on the screen. They don't. Uh, unfortunately, in the last 24 hours, there has been something that's happened to my device where I'm not able to just put select messages up on the screen. So as soon as I figure that out, we will go back to that. I understand it's different. For some people, it's distracting. Some people like it. Some people don't. I'm trying to do the best that I can. Ryan's trying to do the best that he can as well. Yeah. So keep that in mind, all right? We're doing the best that we can. I'll come up with a rant. Again, I'll, I'll periodically go back, and we can look at you know some of the messages. Um, oh, I'm looking. In. I'm, I'm looking. You, know? you, you've You're already looking. got right, your so Christmas one there. You, you, look, you look, and then you tell me. You pick one out for me, and I'll go on it, all right? 
All right. All right. Yeah, Sounds you, good. And, yeah, we'll do it that and, way. And while you do, go ahead. And, and don't blame Grant for the issues with the comments. There was a guy called Jerry or named Jerry Reynolds on the show earlier today. He seems to screw up everybody's computers, even though yeah. he can't work his own. So um, you can give him a call and uh, voice your Oh, my gosh. That is absolutely beautiful. Oh <laughs> we my love gosh. Jerry. We love Jerry. Oh, we do love Jerry. We also love Bennett's with uh, two locations in Sacramento on Howe and Fair Oaks and Eureka in Roseville. <laughs> they are going to be opening up a third location at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland coming this spring. Prime seafood and steaks. The weekend brunch is outstanding as well. My favorite fish there is the redfish with uh, the side of sautéed spinach. It is awesome. And if you like steaks, oh boy, the uh, bone-in ribeye is great. They have prime New York's, I mean, the porterhouse, hanger steak. You're going to find what you're looking for at Bennett's. Huge King supporters as well. Check them out. Roseville, Sacramento, and a third location coming this spring to Rockland. 130, 128. Sacramento's now 31 and 23 and 15 and 12 on the road coming back home for a pair of games against the Mavs who are leading the Clippers 58 to 42 with 345 left to go in the first half. Got to yep. you got to rant got to rant for me yet or not yet? Oh, oh are you you ready to go? I think I have one. All right, you uh, go this ahead. is my uh, there yeah. there's some good ones. Okay. And keep them coming. I might even do a rant. We'll see. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Grant's computer. Let me tell you something, all right? So when I started doing this stream a couple of months ago, I had a laptop that was a little bit outdated, all right? So I spent, you ready for this? I spent like $2,200 to get myself a brand new laptop, all right? Loved it, everything's good. One month of having a laptop, all right? My cursor on the laptop freezes all the time. So I'm like, all right, what about the mouse? Well, the problem with the mouse is, let me show you this. I got this little crazy device. I got to put this little thing in the side in one of my ports, okay? But I only have two ports over there, and I need one for my camera, and I need one for my mic. And I'm not technologically advanced enough to go get what the hell they call a splitter or whatever the hell that is. So this little damn device, which is supposed to be in my laptop to work my freaking mouse, I can't use because there's no place for this. So I can't use my damn mouse. So I got my cursor freezing all over the place. Then I go on and I'm trying to organize the chat message this morning with Jerry. And all of a sudden I got this concocted deal where when I hit my chat, I got all the messages now coming up on my screen. So that means I get good messages on there and I get the morons on there. I got the idiots that want to be a pain in my ass. You know, yeah, that's right. A USB splitter, whatever the hell that is. Okay. They ought to send, they ought to give it to me with the damn computer if I'm spending $2,250. All right. That's what the hell they should be doing. All right. Thank God right now that my cursor is able to operate and not being frozen like a freaking pond in the middle of winter in Minnesota. That's what happens with my cursor when I'm trying to move the damn little arrow around. So how's that for a rant? Give me my freaking money back or come over and fix my damn computer, all right? I'm spending $2,250 and I got freaking problems. I don't need problems when I'm spending that kind of money, all right? Stop it already. And that's my rant for today. And if you don't like that, you don't like rants. Oh, boy. That was gold. That was gold. That's good enough for you? That was great. Right. I can't even tell you how many people are laughing in the chat right now. I took my glasses off for that one. 
you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're getting good messages here. You're getting thumbs up. Heard yeah. of that. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That was great. All right. There we go. All right. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about that little freaking thing that you put in your port and you need a splitter and you know you paid twenty nine hundred dollars. So. <laughs> Kings come away with the victory tonight, one thirty one twenty eight. Uh they head home for two games with Dallas in yep. Kyrie. A lot of people grant asking, what do you think this Kyrie experiment? How do you think it's gonna work in Dallas? Jerry thought it would work really good for this year and then be a disaster. And right now they're up 58 to 42 with three minutes and 45 seconds left in LA against the Clippers, who, by the way, are 31 and 26. Irving's got 13 points in 15 minutes, only one assist, though. Uh, again, no Luka Doncic, who is sitting out with his heel injury. We don't know if Luka's going to be available on Friday. Again, I'm only speculating here. I'm only speculating. I would doubt that he would play in both games. You understand? I'm just, I'm going by yeah. the way the NBA handles players and everything. So I would say that. All right, let's talk a little bit about the trade, Ryan, the big trade where yeah. Russell Westbrook is no longer with the Lakers. And I would imagine the Jazz are going to just release him, buy him out. But you get D'Angelo Russell, you get Beasley. I mean, you get Vanderbilt. The Lakers, I think, got a lot better today. Oh, the Lakers got a ton better, and I'll tell you what, they are so much better off than they would have been if they got Kyrie, which mm -hmm. LeBron initially wanted. Yep. Um, they really solidified some of the spots that they were struggling. I mean, yep. think about some of those guys coming in that will fill those spots, and then you forget about some of the moves they've already made. Rory Hach or Hachimura, he's been playing really well for them. Yes, he so, has. Um, you know, they've retooled midseason, so yep. very well done by Rob Polinka. Absolutely. And the Jazz are going to be loaded for many years to come, though. Uh, yes, they if, are. They, if they hit on their draft picks, I think Mike Conley is going to really help Minnesota. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Abs they needed they needed a little bit more veteran leadership at that mm -hmm. position. Not so much a shooter, a facilitator. Right. And Russell's had a really good season. Don't get me wrong. But when you're playing with two bigs like that, having a Conley on a pick and roll with them that can take it to the hoop. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, we'll be back over the weekend with our halftime and post-game shows. And uh, we'll see how the new-look Mavs are. I'd like to see Luka play. I think it would be really fun uh, to see Luka and Kyrie play and see see how that works. I think everyone in the NBA is anxious to see how that's going to look. Yeah, ever it's the talk of the NBA right now before this Lakers trade. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this, speaking of looks, uh, what, what do you think the atmosphere is going to be like at Golden 1 when the Kings return home? coming off it's this seven-game road trip. It's going to be great. I mean, um, you know, they're still third. Uh, they're 31 and whatever that is, 23. So I would think it's going to be uh, loud. It's going to be uh, excited knowing that Irving is on the floor. And I think the fans are going to boo the hell out of him, as they should. And if Luca's on the floor, then it adds uh, a lot of extra excitement to the game. So I think the sure. crowds are going to be great. I really do. Sure. But I would say this. You know, this Kings team better start playing better or they're not going to be third in the West for much longer. They're they're sneaking by. And let's let's not kid anyone. They've had a really easy schedule the last few weeks. That schedule is starting to change beginning on Friday. OK, and we've gone over the schedule enough, so I'm not going to go over the whole schedule again. This schedule is going to change and the Kings are going to have to be ready for the challenge because they're not going to be playing the Houston Rockets anymore. No, they are not. 
um, the time for padding your schedule is over. <laughs> Let's yep. put it that way. Let me ask um, you this: What do you think yeah. would have? What do you think our post-game show would have been like if the Kings had lost that game tonight? Which, and let's just call it the way it is, they should have lost. What What do you think our tone would be? What do you think we would be discussing? What where, where do you think we would be right now? Would it be doom and gloom? Uh, it would be that we should have never traded for Sabonis. Uh, we should have <laughs> traded for we should have traded for Ben Simmons. Um, why did we give Monty McNair an extension? And, uh, yeah, I, I think we'd be kind of along those lines. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly what would be uh, going on, you know? Absolutely. So, all right. Any final thoughts on this one? Yeah. Um, I do want to, I want to bring up cause it's coming up a lot in the chat. Um, and thank you guys all again for putting your chats in, uh, yep. because of the change. But Grant, everybody wants to kind of breach the topic of Westbrook if he becomes available. No. Obviously, for the Kings, it would only, and I'm talking financially, make sense at the veteran minimum. But is that something that you think could even possibly work with this team? Well, if it didn't work, you could cut him in a short period of time for the veteran minimum, correct? Um, you know, if I'm Russell Westbrook, at this point in my career, do I want to go and play 15 minutes a game to back up a player in De'Aaron Fox, who you know is going to be on the floor for 35 minutes a game? You know, I'm looking at it from two perspectives. I'm looking at it, number one, from Sacramento, and number two, from Westbrook. You know, I'm not so sure I would want to do that. If I'm Russell Westbrook, I, I, I'm if I'm being honest with myself, I'm thinking – I'm not much more of a 15 to 20 minute player a game. I, I, I don't think he's that guy that could take mm. like he did with Oklahoma city, you yep. know, on a run anymore that's without point. other stars. I mean, I think and that's where the question becomes in the mental part of it mm -hmm. is if he's willing to embrace a role like that with a team that may be making the playoffs versus, you know, going somewhere, yep. putting up 30 shots and getting his but not getting wins it's a great point it's a very good point well we're going to find out in a hurry uh the trade deadline is tomorrow at noon pacific so we'll see uh, whether or not the kings make any moves but for now they'll take the road win they come back home a four and three trip and dallas is next on friday we'll talk to you on friday at halftime ryan appreciate you sounds good thanks everybody thanks grant have a great night all right and i want to thank everybody else for joining us uh right here on this channel if you don't like that kings win they get the victory they're now 31 up 23 down the mavericks are next on friday night so long everybody with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.